Good evening. This is Philip from the Best Beer Keeper League podcast. This is the commissioner. And I want to welcome a special guest for the Week 11 podcast show. I uh, want to bring in, well, actually, Week 10, the 11th episode of the podcast. want to bring in Jacob. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me back, Phil. I'm glad, uh, I'm, glad I'm making a good name for myself here. Yeah, well, uh, I'm always glad to have a partner along. It makes this process of going through the podcast much more enjoyable. So uh, I'm going to let you get started off with the rundown from last week, and we'll go from there. All righty. Like Phil said, we're about to take off on the rundown. Just kind of wanted to give it the way Phil gives it to you guys. So uh, starting things off, uh, Juicy Lucy snuck out with close one against King Green with a score 99.94 to 99.12. That's a heartbreaker. If Valdez Scantling could have mustered one point, King Green could have walked away with that victory, but uh, just didn't happen that way. I know he must be sick with the way things turned out there. So uh, congrats, Phil, on sneaking out a win there. Yeah, that felt pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It, it, I thought I was going to lose for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, Especially with Zeke playing on Monday night, I was like, oh, if he even scores a touchdown, I'm done. He didn't. No, he didn't. You got you got lucky there. So, uh, next next we got Baby Chark Doo-Doo-Doo taking down Columbus Street IPA with a score of 109.54 to 106.14. Another close one here. Uh Baby Shark had a big game from Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs. I was really surprised Drake had such a huge game like he did, being at his first game there in Arizona. But he fed well off that energy. I guess he was uh, he was in the film room watching a bunch, talking with uh, Kyler Murray and everything all that week while he was there. So. He got acclimated pretty well, so I'm interested to see how those two click here for the rest of the year there in Arizona. I think that'll be a nice little boost for that offense. I, I definitely think you're right about that. Um, I was shocked as well, but I think that'll that'll definitely be something that uh, could really help a team that had struggled at the running back position all year long. So um, I think he'll be a boost for them regardless, uh, you know, whether uh, – you know, their number one ring back is healthy. Uh, but, yeah, that was a heck of a pickup off the waiver wire. Well, word on the street is uh, David Johnson, I think he's close to playing this week. So I'll be interested to see how they uh, how they split carry there. And even if Chase Edmonds comes back healthy here soon, that's right. a nice little three-headed monster there in that backfield for Arizona. So they might be able to make some noise here for a late playoff push if all them guys get healthy and – Kyler Murray keeps progressing the way he is. I think you got a good point there. Yeah. I'm interested to see what's going down. Uh, all right. We'll get on to the next one. Uh, we got Thumos, what I aim for, taking down, turned down for what? Decently close game. Not a whole lot. Uh, I think it was like 119 to 101. I don't have the numbers here yep, in my face. That's what it but, was. Uh, but Thumos had McCaffrey and run CMC did his thing just like he does every other week. There's really nothing else there to go on about this game. Just 
Mcaffrey doing McCaffrey things, man. He's this kid. Is I mean, just as long as he stays phenomenal. healthy, Thumos has a shot to win the championship. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna, in the weeks that he's on, he puts up 35 points a week. Uh, I mean, easily. that's 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 up to three of your of somebody else's fantasy points from players. Yeah. So that that is unstoppable force when he's playing well. But you know, you've seen in, a, in the off weeks his teams really struggled. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, that game. I mean, that pretty much sums up that game in a nutshell. Yeah, I mean, I McCaffrey's having an MVP like season. It's just he's not going to get it this year. Not with the way Russell Wilson's playing, and even even Lamar Jackson. It's, yeah, I'd say that those two are the front runners right now. I don't disagree yeah. with you there. It's pretty crazy that that guy's having the year that he is, and he's not even a front runner. But uh, we'll get on here to the fourth game: uh, pop, drop, and lock it. Put a beaten on D side piece. He took yeah, down what's up with D's side piece, man? Hey, when he's good, he's good. And when he's off, he's just off. He took that 30-point loss this week. Uh, he popped, drop, and lock it. Had a really solid outing from almost every position. <clears throat> I want to say yeah. it was, everyone was in double digits pretty much for him, which is a phenomenal yeah. week for any fantasy football team. Yeah, that it, it wasn't like you had just one player. I mean, uh, Tyler Lockett really had a good week. Um, he struck out with, you know, 152 and two tutties. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's definitely a breakout week. But outside of that, I mean, he just had consistency across the board on his team. So, um, which is, which is what exactly you're yeah. looking for here at the end yep. of the year in fantasy. You're looking for those guys who are going to be consistent to make that late push. And he's finding it. I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I think that, um, you know, he may not be in the playoff picture just yet, but it, he's not far out of it if he can string together some wins here. So, I guess we'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, we'll have to keep an eye on his team there. He might surprise some people here these next coming weeks. I agree. And last but not least, we got Spider 2Y Banana taking down the Dog Pound. Extremely low scoring game here. Uh, I believe it was 79 to 66. Yep. Lamar Jackson's the only reason why I won that game. He's the only reason I've won majority of my games. But this dude went into Foxborough in primetime and beat – or I'm sorry, they didn't go to Foxborough. They played in Baltimore. Yeah, they played in Baltimore, I would say. Re- regardless, beat Tom Brady in that Patriots offense and that amazing defense they've had all year. Just put a beating on him. Uh, Lamar Jackson's changing the league, changing the league. He's going to start – you're going to start seeing more teams taking risks on quarterbacks like this in these next few years just the way he's – this dude's just absolutely phenomenal. I, I'm speechless. I love having him on my team, and even though the Ravens are the old Browns, I really enjoy watching this Ravens offense. I mean, he was your second quarterback drafted, right, Jacob? That is true. I kept Baker last year from last year because he was only a 16th round pick and I had very high hopes and those haven't turned out very well. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, that was a heck of a draft pick, honestly. I mean, I, I didn't, you know, last year when he started, he, he played well, obviously, but mm-hmm. I didn't foresee the numbers he's putting up this year. That's for sure. Yeah, he's 
top 10 in rushing. He's a top 10 rusher in this league with, I think, 1,300 yards passing as well. So pretty balanced attack there. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited what's going to happen these next few weeks. I saw Mark Ingram had another – he had another good game. That was his first one there in a few weeks. So maybe that bye week got him healthy enough to where he'll start uh, putting up numbers like he did those first few weeks. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Yeah, you've got yeah. you got a bal- you got a Baltimore team, man. Ravens hey, man, for it, life. I might I just might. I might have a new couple keepers for next year. Yeah. I mean, I would say that may may not be bad picks ongoing. No. Yeah. But yeah, that's the rundown. Uh while we're here, we'll go ahead and do last week's challenge. Or I'm sorry, no. I don't have the right information here, Phil. That's all you. That's my bad. Oh, uh, you're good. Uh, oh, wait. You don't want to go over last week's challenge? No, you go ahead and do it. I don't have that information in front of me. Okay. Do you want to do the top six then? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. 10-4. Okay. So, the award for last week. Last week was the lucky week. Uh, so, uh the way it worked was sevens in the score, final score for any player on your uh, board and for the total overall score that scored you points towards the overall award. Um, I thought there would be one clear winner. I thought we'd get some more sevens on the board. We really didn't. Um, So kind of turned to be a little more of a bust than I thought it was going to be. However, we had a three-way tie. Uh, three teams had two sevens each this week. So congratulations to Dog Pound, D Side Piece, and Pop Drop and Lock It. Uh, they scored two each. Uh, you know, a couple of them on the final score, a couple of them on different players scoring seven points. Um, but yeah, I was really surprised it was really tight. So everybody gets 333 each this week. Don't get that full ten dollars, but congratulations to all three of them, uh, and uh, we'll look forward to a different award this week. Back to you, Jacob. All right, so we're gonna go over the top six. Uh, haven't came up with a name for this segment yet, but it's kind of like the college football rankings. Uh, a little bit. No, it's not. It's not every day. We usually flip the days up when we do this podcast, but. Uh, you get the gist of it. So we're going to go over the top six. And unlike Phil, I'm going to start from the bottom and work my way up. The only thing is, is the team that's in sixth place is also tied for second place. And every team two through six has a five and four record. But like yeah. Phil mentioned last week, it's all decided by points of where you get ranked there. So we're going to go ahead and start at the bottom, work our way up. Coming in at six. We got turned down for Watt, five, King Green, 18, four, Columbus Street IPA, three, do most what I aim for, two, D side piece, and sitting at number one is Spider 2 Y Banana with a two-game lead. It feels yeah. good sitting up there at number one. It feels good. I bet it does. Uh you know, we've really got a glut of teams similar. Um, you know, one week they're 
they're on and one week they're off. So, um, you know, just over 500, five teams. It's really anybody's. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. It did the same thing it did last time we did this. Jesus. That's all right. Just have to cut the dead air out. I don't know why it does it. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that does it either. Um, I'm going to have to turn my screen shut off off. I don't that know. Might, I, that might be it. Yeah. I don't I'll know. have to turn that off next time. Anyhow. Uh, no, what I was saying is, is that, um, looking at the players and the team, really got anybody's ball game at this point. I mean, you don't always have that at week 10. Um, you know, sometimes you have a team or two or three that are really pulled away at this point, but, uh, really your team's the only team that's got a big lead on anybody else. Everybody else yeah. is kind of stuck in the middle here, so... Yeah, and I'm yeah the next few. I mean, I, I'm sitting there at one, but I'm not. I'm not very confident when I get into the playoffs. Uh, I know I've been great so far, but uh, one or two injuries and my team's gonna plummet. Right. No, I definitely understand what you're saying. It doesn't take a lot to sink a ship, but. I mean, when you got a two-game lead, it puts you in a real good spot to at least make a playoff spot. At this point, so that that it does, that it does. But uh, we're what? We're only what four weeks out for playoffs? I think so. Let's see. Let's week, take a little look week, here. Week, week fourteen, 14 right? begins the playoffs. So we have this is week ten this week. So yeah, four weeks away. Four weeks away. Yeah, four weeks we're not far out. Um, so. I mean, yeah, it's November, man. I mean, we're getting close to the. End of college football. We're getting close to the uh, playoffs for football teams. I mean, it's it's do or die time for all these teams um, and your fantasy team, of yep. course. Uh, yep, and then it's back into the deep depression mode every American goes into a football game. <laughs> well, every American football fan, at least. That's, that's fair. But uh, anyhow, well – uh, all right. So after that, uh, let's go over the award for this week. So the upcoming award next week, week 10 award. We're looking at, uh, the defense award, defense, defense. Yeah, that's right. Defense finally matters. So this week, the top scoring overall defense played will win the challenge. And if there is a tie, again, we will always split. So if some team scores 20 points yeah. and another team scores 20 points, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I meant to ask you about that, Phil. Uh, we had that three-way tie. How are you going to split that money up? Uh, we, we split it evenly. Uh, I mean, there's one cent less on that when it's three-way tie. But yeah, everybody gets 333 at the end of the season from week nine. So All right. Well, that extra penny should just roll over into the champion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's right. Maybe, maybe they'll get an extra one cent at the end of the season. 
Hey, man, that's one more cent than they had before. That That is very true. A penny saved is a penny earned, Jacob. That's right. But, all right. So, now I'm going to go over the games for this week. And uh, any commentary you want there, Jacob. Uh, so, looking at it right now, we're looking at the best game of the week. Probably the game, yeah, it's got to be this one. Uh, you know, all these teams are basically ranked two. So, uh, Jacob, uh, Spider 2Y Banana is playing against King Green this week. That's got to be game of the week uh, because you got a, a, basically a two seed going up against a, a one seed. Um, you know, looking at the overall this week, uh, I would say that, Right now, the way it's set up, uh, Jacob looks to be on the upside, but uh, who knows? King Green might not have set his team for the week yet for Sunday. It doesn't look like he has anybody playing tonight, so could be interesting. No, he's, he's got Williams from the uh, Chargers playing tonight. Oh, he does. That's right. He hasn't done anything mm-hmm. yet. You're right. You're right. I did not see that. He also has uh, Jacksonville in as his D, and they have a bye week this week. But that's not a huge deal. He's got time to switch. Yeah, both, these defenses, both these defenses playing tonight aren't very good. So, Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so that game should be interesting from two top-ranked teams. Uh, then we also have the uh, – Second-ranked team versus the fourth-ranked team, obviously with the same record. D side piece versus Columbus Street IPA. Um, that one's already off to a start. Columbus Street IPA having Hunter Henry with seven points in the first I half. I love how Brooksy just keeps riding with Jameis Winston. Yeah. well, I, mean, I love it. I mean, he puts up the points, man, but the turnovers. Everyone talks about Baker in the turnovers. Jameis is right there, man. <laughs> yeah, I get, you know, he, he just, uh, Brooks just likes the QB to wide receiver combo. He loves that Chris Godwin, and, I mean, who doesn't? The dude's been pretty rock solid all year this year. Uh, so we'll we'll see, but – yeah, I would say him riding Jameis Winston hasn't been a bad pick for him. No, uh, not at all. Not at all. But, but yeah, the turnovers are an issue for him. Definitely he needs to uh, He needs to go ahead and just drop Antonio Brown because that dude isn't playing another game in the NFL this year. Well, he is holding on to hope. I mean, I think he's yeah. got him in a couple leagues, and he's just he's just holding out, so – I guess I we'll see what happens. the same for a while. Yeah, I don't know that I would have uh, – I don't even know how I'd put, pick him up at this point. So, the other thing that surprises me is that Columbus Street IPA is playing Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Although they are – they're playing against Seattle, which their defense has not been the best this year. But still, that's a pretty gutsy call. But, oh, Deshaun Watson's on by. That makes sense. Okay. Never mind. All makes sense now. But yeah, so that'll I mean, be Jimmy G did just have that big game on Monday night, though. That is true, but um, you know, honestly, the one person that's carried him, just like you, 
Deshaun Watson's been carrying his team all year, so uh, him him on bye week this week should be interesting to see what happens here. Uh, okay, next matchup for the week, we are looking at – let's see. Goodness, computer, come on. Skipping back and forth here. Uh, have, uh, Dog Pound playing against Thumos, what I aim for. Uh, in that game, um, it's looking kind of one-sided from the estimates. It looks like Thumos has a pretty solid advantage based on what we're seeing right now. But, you know, a lot of things can change, obviously, Saturday there. Uh, but Philip Rivers having an awful start to the game. And, you know, when you have a quarterback that doesn't play well, that always hurts. Yeah, the man's got two picks. Luckily, he threw that touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, it's helping him a little bit, but it's not a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, it can't be as bad as Garner Garner Minshew was last week, but it's definitely not good. That's very true. (laughs) But, uh, all right, two games left for looking at this week. Baby Chark, do-do-do-do-do-do. And uh, turn down for Watt, another good game. Uh, four and five team versus a five and four team. Uh, this game looks pretty even, honestly. Um, one, you know, a five point differential on the on the overall right now. I, I would say that's a pretty even um, slate. We'll see what happens. Uh, Baby Chark's got two guys going tonight. He needs Keenan Allen to do something. After weeks of not doing anything, um, <laughs> he is you know he started off the year rock solid, man. He had weeks of he he strung weeks together with multiple touchdowns, and now he can't seem to get get the ball in his hands the last few weeks. So uh, he he needs a little bit better pickup to the game, and then he also has Josh Jacobs, who has been a rock star the last few weeks, um, and really you know. Uh, he's been kind of a surprise uh, as well as he's played for Oakland as a rookie. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, now not looking so a, good. But. Well, he's uh, – I got the game on here in the background, and uh, they had time possession up a little bit ago. Then The Raiders haven't even had the ball for 10 minutes yet, and they're halfway through the second quarter. Yeah. So the, the Raiders' offense just hasn't been on the field at all, so – yeah, well, I mean, if you're not on the field, it's hard to get points. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes down. But uh, th- that should be an interesting matchup as well. And then last but not least, my team, uh, Juicy Lucy, is playing against Pop Drop and Lockett this week. Um, the estimated score is off a little bit. Looking like it's a hundred point seventy versus eighty six, but again, he doesn't have anybody playing tonight at all. Uh, so we'll see what happens. And I have uh, Melvin Gordon playing tonight, uh, so need him to score a tutty, maybe three. Um, give me a nice solid little lead for the week, uh, so that we can see what happens. Um, you know, the, the the one who really saved me last week was Marvin Jones Jr., and I'm playing his butt again. I don't care if he is playing the Bears. <laughs> hey, that the dude, Bears that have dude. been hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. Well, on offense they have, but their defense is still one of the best in the league. So, guess we'll see what happens. 
But, uh, yeah, it should be a pretty good matchup. I mean, if Lockett shows up, I'm sure that this game will be a lot tighter than the score shows. Well, they're almost never right. Sometimes they are, but very seldomly. That's right. Uh, on to you, Jacob. Do you want to go over your picks for the week? Yeah, I can do that. So, uh, it's been a few weeks since I've been on. Uh, before, after the last podcast I did, uh, I got a record overall of three and one. So, I'm doing pretty good. I got a, a winning record there. Not as many picks in as Phil, but I feel good about it. Uh, for my first pick this week, I got Dallas minus three versus the Vikings. I really wanted to take the Vikings, but with Thielen being injured again, I just – I don't see the Vikings having enough firepower to go up against the Cowboys' offense. When the Cowboys are on, man, they got – they probably have one of the best offenses in the league with Amari Cooper, uh, Gallup, Zeke, and then you throw in the old head, Jason Witten. I know he's not producing the numbers like he has in years past, but he's still – a safety net for Dak and Dak's played with him before. So he knows where he'll be and where he wants that ball all the time. So I like the Cowboys there. And then my second pick, uh, it's the Monday night game. I got the Seahawks plus six at San Fran. I know the Niners have been pretty dominant this year, but they really haven't played anyone. If you go back and look at their schedule, Um, the Rams were a big game, but the Rams are now three and three. Uh, there was a lot of hype with the Browns. The Browns suck. And, uh, yeah, I did, and they haven't played a quarterback like Russell Wilson yet. This dude's got, what, 22 touchdowns on the year already. He's got Tyler Lockett. He's got DK Metcalf. And now he's adding Josh Gordon into that arsenal to spread that ball around. He lost Disley. Disley was a huge target for him. Yeah, Achilles. Offense, actually. But now he's just got two freak athletes running down the field to throw the ball to. And then you got Lockett working that middle. Yeah, I like Russell here all day. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they're definitely not getting beat by more than six. Yeah, I mean, an improvement to their offense can definitely help. Um, but, I, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good pick. I like it. I like the six points on that. And you said you took Dallas minus three, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to take the Vikings plus three, but I just – I couldn't pull the trigger with Thielen being hurt again. Yeah, I mean, their offense is in flux without him, actually. Um, Yeah. He's kind of the cog that makes it go. I really think that. Um, So, I I, I agree with both those picks. Those are good picks. Um, On my end – Let's see. I had a the worst week of the season picking last year. I went 0 for 4, missed every single one. Now, right. Some of them I didn't miss by much. I missed by like one point. But um, some of them like picking Jacksonville over in England was the probably one of my worst picks all year. Uh, oh, Philip Rivers with another interception. Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that was, uh, that was surely a beat down. I did not see coming, uh, from Houston in London, in London last week against the Jaguars who've 
really done pretty well there actually um, overall. So, um, so my overall is down to 13 and 19. It's almost like I shouldn't be picking at all at this point, <laughs> but I did pick two games anyways. Uh, so I'm going to take Detroit over the bears in Chicago. Um, I know Detroit's an indoor team, but they have actually been playing pretty well as of late. Um, Matt yeah, Stafford has really figured it out the line. last few weeks. Uh, you know, even in weeks that they've lost, it has, you know, they haven't had a, any blowout losses that I can remember this season for the most part. Um, so they're right in it in most games. So I expect the same here. I think, the, you know, maybe they won't. I, I expect them to win. I don't know what I'm talking about. The Bears are bad. Bears are trash. Uh, they can't they can't figure it out on offense. Their defense is pretty solid, but when their defense is on the field the whole game, I don't know what you expect. So taking Detroit plus two and a half, and, and Bills at the Browns and trash. This is perplexing. Uh, the Bills, the Browns are favored. I, well, I guess overall they'd be. Half point underdogs, right? Because the home team should get three. Is that correct? I think so. Yeah. So uh, the Bills are getting two and a half points as a six and two team playing a two and six team in Cleveland. Uh, you know, it's really not that far away uh, between the Browns and the Bills. I mean, you know, Buffalo is pretty darn close to Cleveland in the, in the big picture of things. So. Um, I really don't think Cleveland gets any advantage in this game. Uh, actually, Buffalo plays in a colder temperature usually. So I'm thinking the Bills win it outright by, I don't know, how, by how much, maybe a touchdown. But I'll take the Bills plus two and a half points in Cleveland all day. I think that's a real solid pick. And even if you were even if you were doing sports betting, I would have taken that one. That's that is a game that uh, seems like a real win. Yeah, I've, if I was a betting man, I'd buy points for the Bills. <laughs> I'd yeah. I'd buy the I'd buy the Bills in at the touchdown. I'd buy the Bills at plus seven. Yeah, I mean they they, I mean it, it's shocking to me that the Bills are as good as they are, but. I mean, their defense is probably, if not the best in the NFL, right up there. And their offense is, well, no slouch. Um, they've produced pretty well week in and week out. And when their running game is strong, I mean, they're they're a force to be reckoned with in the AFC. Now, I mean, do do I think that they're going to win the Super Bowl? Uh, no. Hell uh, no. But, but, I mean, they could be a good – uh, wild card team this year so uh and a surprising one by a lot of people's standards so um but josh allen's got it together so we'll see what happens but all right jacob so do you want to do a wrap up here anything else you want to talk about this week uh no not really i'm just really hoping the browns uh figure it out here soon um i just think freddie kitchens he's got too much on his plate man He's still calling plays, even though we're eight games into the year. He obviously needs to focus more on team management, getting these punk-ass kids locked in to not make stupid mistakes 
and he needs to pound it into Baker's head, regardless of what kind of coverage the opposing team's running. When you have fourth and four games on the line, there's no one else you look at. There's no one else you look at other than OBJ. And if you go back and watch film, he had OBJ one-on-one, and he beat Harris off the line. Yeah. I mean, and that was definitely a mistake. Don't get me wrong. But there were a lot of mistakes no, in that game. There's, they had no business losing uh, I to agree. the I Broncos can't, last week. I can't wrap it around my head as to why on third and one and then again on fourth and one, Nick Chubb isn't even on the field. This dude's top five in rushing. Running yeah. the ball is the only thing that keeps us in games, and you have him on the sideline, which goes and has me wondering now, are you going to pull the same shit? Because this week we have Kareem Hunt back. Well, that's a good who, point. Ooh, the influx. Who, who in 11 weeks last year or the year before had 1,100 yards rushing and like six touchdowns with the Chiefs before he got released. So this right. dude is a proven all-star. He's just as tough as Nick Chubb. Like, Freddie Kitchens, I think, is just trying to be too cute when he calls these plays. Just do the simple play and run it until they freaking stop it. That, or he needs to relinquish his play-calling duties to Munkin, and he needs to focus on getting these guys squared away to where they're not making just – Mistake after mistake after mistake. There is no excuse to be mo- the most penalized team in the NFL. Way too much talent on this team to be sitting at two and six. Yes, we had a tough start to the season. Should have beat the Rams. Could have played a lot better against the Niners. Should, had the Broncos. I mean, we're we're we've proved it when we when we have it together. We're good. Look what we did to Baltimore. Right. But look what Baltimore. Well, I mean, that's your one example. Taken. That that's your one example right there. I mean, when they do do well, or when they do play well and do play together, they can be good teams. So, um, I mean, even I know two weeks ago we had three turnovers and three consecutive possessions. The weather wasn't the greatest, but we had to pay. We we were right there with the Patriots the entire game. We had our chances to beat them in Foxborough, which if we would have got that win, that would have put so much confidence into these young guys. And things, yeah, I mean, things that would have been, that could have week, been but... something that could have swung the season the other direction. I don't doubt it. But same on the same footing, I mean, if they can turn it around, maybe this week, maybe next week, um, you know, they've got they've got a lot of games left ahead of them. It's not like the that's, season's over by any means. That's very true. We're sitting at two and six. I said at the beginning of the year we'd finish ten and six, so it looks like we just got to go on one hell of a winning streak, baby. <laughs> And hey, I mean, ten and six. I, I'm not saying it's not possible. It is possible. Ten and six could win us the AFC North. Because yeah. that's us going. That's the Ravens coming to Cleveland. So we're beating them again there. So I'm just saying we could finish ten and six. Even if we don't get the AFC North, ten and six is good enough to get into the wild card. But in typical Cleveland Browns fashion, we could win out, go ten and six. Won't make the playoffs. That's oh, just, I would, I wouldn't that's, bet against that's just, that. But I, I would bet against them winning eight games in a row here from the way they've well, been playing. You're not a uh, 
I'm just saying hypothetically, if we were to go ten and six, you you're not sure. on. The, you haven't been around for the factory of sadness, Phil. Uh, we once yeah, went ten and six and didn't make the playoffs, so I could see it happening again. Well, I get. I mean, it is possible. It's not like it hasn't happened before, like you said. But um, yeah, so I, I guess we'll see what happens. I hope I hope we see a better offense from them because, like I said, you know, last week was just unbearable as a. If, I mean, I'm not even a Browns fan, and just watching that was just, just why there was no, they had no business, no business. The I Broncos say, are not a good team. I'll <laughs> say this one last thing, and that's it. If OBJ doesn't start getting more touches, the city of Cleveland's going to burn to the freaking ground because that guy is going to lose his mind. And I think yeah, he's in the right. I, mean, he's, I, he's I absolutely think he's generally. in the right. I think he's in the right. If it happens, he loses his mind. That's on Freddie, man. So, if we if we don't win another game, look for uh, look for OBJ to be on the trading block this off season. Yeah, I can see that. I can also see, you know, maybe the Browns going after Urban Meyer. I mean, I heard he's still out there. Talks are uh, <laughs> talks are Mike McCartney. Uh, well, there's a winning coach too. Yeah, I mean he. Look what he did with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, made somebody pretty yeah. good as a quarterback. Yeah. But you know, but hey, I want to I want to take I want to take this time and congratulate you. Congrats on the first dub. Oh, no thanks. Worst, yeah, that's no longer the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Fuck you, Jets. Fuck you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the Dolphins got a W last week over the lowly Jets. Um, so we are officially not the worst team. We're not even the second worst team. We are the third worst team, and I'm okay with that. Um, Take it so when you can get it. At man. least, no matter what happens, we will not go 0 16 now and not find ourselves in that record book. So, you know, if we lose the rest of the game, so what? We're not getting to the end and going 0 16 to the Factory of Sadness parade. So that How was bad is Sam Darnold though. Yeah. I I mean maybe maybe you know I watched the I watched the game the other week a couple what was it 3 weeks ago when they played against the uh, the, the Colts or not oh. sorry the Cowboys and he played really well. and I was like man maybe this kid is really good I don't know maybe he's got it in him but Every week since then has been a meltdown. Every week, so man, he's just out there. See, he's out there seeing ghosts. Well, it could be that, and it could be that they. I mean, let's let's face it: the Jets' offensive line, kind of like the Browns, is not very good. I mean, they have one of the best running backs in the NFL, and he hasn't done shit all year. I heard rumors that the Steelers reached out to the Jets before the trade deadline, having interest in bringing him back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, and he probably gave him the big middle finger on that one because let's face it, Pittsburgh's not very good this year either. No, they, they have did, better offensive line now. They did sneak. <laughs> they did sneak out that win Sunday only because the Colts holder by Vinatieri. That's not on Vinatieri. Laces out. It's not his fault, but laces out, Dan. <laughs> All right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that is one true point. I mean, the 
the Steelers as the worst Steelers team I've ever seen probably in the last decade with Ben Roethlisberger being hurt and everything. Uh, you know, they're back to 500. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen there, but um, they're finding ways to win even with a, a crappy backup and, you know, a defense, their defense is really what's pulling for them. As far as I'm concerned, the defense is really the big thing that's pulling through for them on a weekly basis. I agree. Yeah, the uh, Steelers D is playing pretty well. That offense has been lackluster. I think they made the wrong decision going back to Rudolph. I think they should have kept Hodge in. I yeah, Hodge, Hodge, had, I th- Hodge, Hodge seemed to have better flow than Rudolph does. I'm not going to lie. That's the way I, mean, I that thought. That one game he did play was pretty good, but. I thought I mean, he played pretty I well, but I, I mean, I get it. He's your, he's your backup. He's been underneath the offense for, this is his second year there. So I understand it, but I yeah. thought it was a bad move by the Steelers. Well, I, you know, I guess in my mind, it, everybody knows the writing's on the wall for this season. So, you know, I don't, I, I don't think that they're a team that, you know, they're not going to get Ben back for the whole season. So there's mm-hmm. no hope there. And I don't think either of these backup quarterbacks can take them to the promised land here. I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, maybe, <clears throat> maybe they'll figure it out, but you know, it'd be real nice on my end. If somebody could throw Juju the ball once in a while, just yeah. anybody, <laughs> because the guy is talented. He just needs the ball. Yes, he does. He needs the ball to be able to make a play. That's right. That's right. But, yeah, that's been the biggest struggle with my fantasy season, honestly. Anyways, all right. Well, we've been a little long tonight, but it was a good episode. So, thanks for coming on, Jacob. I always appreciate having you. And we might see you back next week for the uh, week 12 episode – or, sorry, the week week 11 episode, episode 12. I love doing it, man. Uh, it makes makes for fun with the fantasy. Be on the other side, being able to get some insight. Maybe it helps someone else out. Maybe it doesn't. So I like I like doing it. I'm hoping to be back next week and maybe just make it a weekly thing. Uh, I'd really like to start hearing some feedback. Uh, if any of you do listen to the podcast, I know we have a group chat or you could do it inside the actual league itself or just even text and fill. Um, give us some suggestions to give us some stuff. You want to hear us other stuff you want to hear us talk about. Uh, we'll take it. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing is just listen to it. Um, according to my app, we've had two listeners per week. <laughs> So it has the most popular podcast in U.S. history. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I mean, maybe we'll change some stuff up next year, um, do some things a little bit differently. But, yeah, I agree with Jacob. Any feedback would be a good feedback at this point um, to see what we can do differently uh, to make it more successful and make you guys more excited about it. So Yes, sir. All right, Phil, go ahead and take us out. All right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. You all have a good week and good luck in your fantasy games. We will talk to you on the flip side.
Yes, sir. Have a good one.